Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Is... Uh... Some dude. I do believe your name is Brad Pitt. Yeah, that's is it. Wait, that's not right. <clears throat> well, we do have a vampire in this episode, so um, that's true. So um, there is there is a connection to that. Uh, I was gonna say Constantine. I just changed my name every week. Now I'm Matthew Constantine. I kind of like that actually. Yes, <clears throat> Matthew Constantine. Yes, kind of had nice ring to it. Um, it does. But your real name is Maybe. Matthew Allen Haas. Yeah, of course. Um, and my social security number is no. And uh, and you live at. Um, <laughs> and your blood type is and. Uh, my banking routing number is yeah. Your mother's maiden hey. name and um. Your <laughs> let's do, yeah, let's do a Facebook thing. Yeah. I'm just gonna put it. Uh, what like what? What was your favorite social security number that you had in third grade? (laughs) Um, When you were a kid, what was your favorite cartoon character? What was your favorite teacher, which is literally a question that, like, every place asks you when you set up a new account? And sure, go ahead to say it on Facebook. It's safe. It's safe. We just want to know. It's fun. It's fun. What was what kind of car was the first car you owned? What yeah, uh, you know. yeah. Um, yeah. You know the other ones that are a little bit more subtle. These ones might not actually be fishing expended ex- expenditures, really exhibition. <laughs> yeah, expenditures. Um, fishing exhibitions are the ones where it'll show like different types of food, and it says like three gotta go or whatever. Maybe, I don't know. Those don't seem. Like how, I mean, like, who's gonna have a password called like Twinkies or? Yeah. I mean, I guess technically maybe, but like, I don't know. I I I, I, I know my my uh my password is always Rally's fries. <clears throat> oh god, I want some Rally's fries. Damn it, those are good. Or oh, they used to be good. I don't oh, know they're, they're still, still good. <clears throat> I live I live literally a block away from a rallies. So well, I know. I spent depending on you know, how late at night and who's making them. Yeah, that's um, true. So yeah, because sometimes the closest rallies towards me, the the later you get at night, the food kind of suffers a little yeah. bit. Um, so if you're uh, listening yeah. right now, if you want to email me at mike at cullenpark and tell me your favorite French fry. Also, uh, tell me your favorite cartoon character when you were a kid, your social and, security number, your blood type, yeah. your mother's maiden yeah. name. If you include all of that in the email, you may win a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't. Don't do that, folks. I'm don't joking. Do it. Yeah, don't do it. So, um, today on the show, 
um, we are covering. Oh, oh, actually, before we start this, okay, there's something that's been on my mind. Okay. Okay, so <clears throat> Mario. Like the game? Yeah, like, or- like, like, like the Super Mario Brothers Mario. Okay. You know, the, the, it's a me, a Mario, that guy. Um, yeah, yeah. He, um, his name is Mario Mario. Yeah. That'd be like your name being Haas Haas. Yeah. <clears throat> or, or Matthew Matthew, or. Yeah. Um, there's actually a lot of, there's actually, um, uh, people, I mean, like, there's, there's a comedian. Comedian, really? Comedian um, named um, Ahmed Ahmed. Um, okay. He was, and he always jokes, says, he, you know, he always, he, he has to stand extra at airport security because, of, you know, the name's twice in his name. Yeah. But, um, so I get that and all, but my, my, my worry here is for Luigi. Yeah, I know. Well, it's called the Mario Brothers, so, right? So and his name is Luigi Mario. Yes. So, your last name is your brother's first name. Right. That's just weird. That'd be like, you know, my, my sister's name is Christy. Christina. <laughs> That'd be like my name being Michael Christina. Yeah. And then well, every, every time I had to sign something and everything, I'm reminded of my sister. Right. So, like, if you have a falling out, not saying I ever have with my sister, I mean, I'm just saying that... If you have, like, like if Luigi and, and Mario get in a fight, whenever he signs something, he's signing his brother's name. Yeah, true. I feel bad for him. I really do. Well, you know, think about it. He was always, like, from the original game, it was, you could only play him if you played two-player, and you had to actually play with another person, so you couldn't just, <clears throat> you know, you couldn't just trick the... The game, because like you know, like now, like, like if you get like Mario on like the Wii U or the Nintendo yeah. Wii, and you do two player, you can't play it because it's still designed to have two controllers. Yeah, but then, so, but, then, but but Luigi does have his own games, like Luigi's Mansion. Well, all now all he that, does. So, yeah, I'm talking about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You can only play him at two player. And the same thing when it came to um, Super Mario Brothers three, the same type of issue. Granted, Super Mario Brothers 2, which was actually Doki Doki Panic, a di- totally different game in Japan, um, you can actually choose Luigi as its own independent character. So over time, yes, Luigi has become more of a standalone um, character, which I'm glad uh, glad about because I always really liked but, um, Luigi's character. But regardless of any of this, he is still Luigi Mario. Yeah, I know. Well, you can look at it this way. You can look at it from two two different ways. So, one way is like, okay, well, Mario's parents favored Mario over Luigi because they gave him the same name twice. Because technically, technically, they are twins, from what I read too. So, what's that? They're they, twins. They're twins. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're fraternal. Um, they're fraternal twin brothers. So yeah. Okay. So. One way is to <clears throat> is to look at it from that perspective, like, oh well, you know, mom and dad named you know him twice, so therefore, you know, they care about him more than me. Or you can look at it from the other way of they they put all of this time and effort to name Luigi, and then when it came to Mario, they're like, ah, just, just name Mario, you know. So so actually, you know, Luigi could be the favored one, you know. Um, just depends on how you look at it, or None of, them, none of them are the favorite one because what really happened was immediately after they were born in the hospital, the parents both died in a car crash. They were, they spent time in the orphanage. That was that really dark real fast. It's um, yes, me, Mario. I'm in the orphanage. I'm in the orphanage. I can't even talk right now. I don't know. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sad. Man, those those so... Japanese game developers are super racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a me, a Mario. <clears throat> you know what's so interesting? Sad. My name is Mario. 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 <laughs> His name was Mario. It is. Well, think about it. the Mario Brothers. 
that's the name of the, the plumbing business. You wouldn't name that after your first name, like the Matthew Brothers, if I had yeah. a business, you know? So I mean, I, un- had- I understand that, but it's still, it's like, can't you just call the, shouldn't it just be called, hey, this is, you know, it could be called like Luigi and Mario's plumbing business. You know, I mean, you're going to have to talk to like the people I think the guy who created Mario died, so you can't really take it up with him. But, um, you know, just try to get them to retcon the whole thing and then just, like, I don't know, introduce time travel into the whole thing and kind of rewrite the past, and there you go. Now it's... And that, that's a nice, convenient, you know, way to segue to get into the Legends. So, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the upcoming Legends episode is where they changed Mario Brothers. Dude, oh. Dude, that would actually be a really oh man! It would cost so much money to do that though. Yeah, but they, um, they, they'd have to they'd have to do something with uh oh man with Nintendo. They would yeah. I've so, noticed that because whenever Zari plays video games, it's always Sega games. It's never Nintendo. Like Mortal Kombat, um, you know, the classic games. You know that she likes yeah. to play. So, anyways, in this episode of Legends of tomorrow um it's called bad blood yeah it was uh, directed by alexandra laroche written by uh grainy godfrey and um it originally aired on july 18th 2021 um so um in this episode we have uh Constantine has acquired the map to the Fountain of Imperium. And, uh... He also... He acquires a potion from, uh... From Aleister Crowley's banker. (laughs) Who is a vampire named Noel. Such a weird... Yeah, I gave it to my banker. Uh, Because we all know... We 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 trust entrust our to our bankers like such valuable, you know. You know what I mean? And, and my thing is, is do we have personal? I mean, I guess I guess maybe sometimes people have personal bankers, but you know, if you're rich enough, you probably have a personal banker. Yeah, cause, yeah. Because you know, I'm, I'm saying when when <laughs> I when when I go to my bank, it's just the you know it's <laughs> the random you know lady behind the counter. Um, so. <laughs> When you're rich enough, you want to have your own personal banker because you want them to cook the books for you, and you want to be able to trust that they can do it without snitching on you. Plus, you give them a little something on the side. So, it's yeah, it makes sense to have his own personal banker um, who also happens to be a vampire, so that matches his whole um, fascination with the occult. So, he's kind of got a trustworthy person in both capacities for him, if you will. Because, you know, I often wonder, though, I mean, sometimes, because, like, you can't really be a vampire and be a banker, though, because banks usually close at about 6 p.m. Yeah, well, yeah, that's... Hmm. In the bank. Unless you're, like, a, a night banker. That's <laughs> 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 even such a thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, we, can, we got a night banker for all the third shifters, the second shifters. <laughs> want to wake up two hours after going to bed right so um, <laughs> you know she works in the office the really high office you gotta go up like i think that, i think we need to know. write this show it's gonna be a show called night banker <laughs> yeah, it's a night court night banker yeah and it's just about a it's, it's, it's about a vampire banker that's not a bad idea actually <laughs> yes or it could be a blood bank. Ooh, no. Anyway, so maybe that's the type of banker she is. She works at a blood bank. Blood bank. Oh, so this reminded me. Out in the wise, reminded me of this. So you remember? Maybe I shouldn't talk about it because I don't want someone else to get the. I'll tell you on break. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'll no. tell you on break because I'm very. What's that? I said okay. So folks, this is something secret. Anyways. Sorry. Uh. So anyways, back to the show here. Okay, so Constantine has uh, acquired this this potion from from Noel, the vampire. So he goes onto 
under the Wave Rider, and he recruits Spooner. And then he travels to 1939 Albacete, Spain. Yeah. Did I say that right? I think so. Okay. Um, he's in search of a man known as El Gato. Or the cat. The cat, yeah. Um, who they believe used the fountain's magic to survive several assassination attempts. So they they end up meet they, they end up going to this uh to this uh, tavern or bar or whatever there, and uh, just so happen to run into the guy who is Elgato basically. <laughs> they don't know this at first. They uh they have to prove that they are part of the Spanish side of the Spanish Revolution and not uh. Nazis. Yep. Not the fascists. No. Um, even though Constantine looks completely like a fascist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, um... So, so they meet with him, um... Th- but then they are, um... They, they are attacked by Captain Noriega, who is an ally of Adolf Hitler. Damn. Yeah. So uh, then they find that Elgato's got a nephew named Fernando that they run into. Um, he's the one with the magic from the fountain. Ooh. And has been using it to resurrect his uncle. Because there, there's a situation where his uncle gets shot. And he <clears throat> he basically raises him from the dead. Well, Noriega shoots him, I think. Yeah. He's the one shot. Yeah, and, yeah, Fernando shows up, and so it's like, oh, so technically it w- they were half right. He is Elgato, but he doesn't really have the ability to actually heal himself. No. Uh, he, his, nephew, so his nephew does it for him. He, he is the cat. Get it? Because nine lives, get it? The yeah. cat. Uh, <clears throat> get it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, no, I need you to explain this to me in detail, Matt. I'm joking. Because <laughs> so, weird. Okay. so 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 he yeah. ate he ate some cat food. Nine lives cat, cat food. That's that's what I was gonna say. That's weird that they have a cat food called nine lives, because the whole point of having nine lives is how a cat can escape death. Why would they name a food product about escaping death? That like that's weird. Um, they, so w- the, when the, I think of the, food, the way I look at it is, you can only feed your cat nine times because they die each time they eat it. And uh, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is that true? I'm not sure. Anyway, so no. I was always more of a friskies guy myself. Um, <laughs> Not that I ate either one. I'm just saying, when yeah. I when I had cats, I would buy them Friskies. Not <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm more of a fancy beast guy myself. Man. <laughs> Put that shit in the microwave on top of some nacho chips and be flying mm. high. I mean, mainly from like all the weird chemicals that are making your brain into like you know, uh, you know human. You, you eat that. You eat that expensive stuff. That's like the caviar of cat food, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. So uh, the. Uh, <laughs> So, anyways, we got Elgato's um, nephew Fernando, um, who uh, he wields the power of the of the fountain, um, and he resurrects his uncle. Um, so, um, Constantine had left at one point, and he decides to come back dressed up as a priest. How'd that happen again? I can't remember. I'm trying to remember here. Priest Constantine. Um, yeah, so he uh, <clears throat> he's been kind of acting like an asshole throughout this whole episode, really, even up to this point, and um, <clears throat> because he's so desperate to get his magic back. And you know, there's like a firefight going on. He just Spooner gets captured. I think he was just gonna ditch her, to be honest. And then. Um, and then he decides, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. So then he, uh, you know, takes on the 
the well, no, because he was gonna he was gonna take the potion, which he he wasn't really sure because because Noelle said something really weird and cryptic to him when she laughed. She said you're gonna be gagging, you know, for that eventually. It does not sound pleasant, and um, so he was um, kind of scared to um, take it. So instead, he decides to dress up like as a priest, as as you do, you know. Um, and when you have to make it with, with no, ex- next, no explanation as to where he got the costume. Yeah, where did he get the costume? Did he beat up a priest and just steal his robes? I mean, who knows? Or did and, he go um, back on the Wave Rider and get it? I don't know. They didn't explain it. So <clears> oh, yeah, that's possible. Um, yeah. So he, he, uh, he pretends that he's from the Vatican and that the Vatican also wants to uh, know about um, the Fountain of Imperium. And the reason why the Nazi didn't just shoot him or kill him or Nazi, but the, the guy working for the Nazis didn't just go shoot him right then it's because during the Spanish Civil War, the Catholic Church was actively on the side of the fascist. Yeah. Uh, that's not a conspiracy theory. That is actual objective historical fact. So mm-hmm. do do what you will with that fact. I'm just saying a religious organization was actively with the fascists. Anyway, um, <clears throat> and they were against anarchists and communists because, get this, those people wanted to live on the farms that they farmed and actually be able to eat the food that they created for it. Anyway, interesting. Um, so it's bad to want to eat the bread that you make and we have to make sure that the Nazis win the war somehow to stop that from happening. Anyway, um, you can tell what side I'm on. <laughs> I, I can't help myself. So you're a, you're a fascist. I'm getting this. Oh yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. what? No, wait, wait, <laughs> No, I, I always gotta bring in politics. Every hey, that's what happens when you're a freaking poli sci major, and that's all you think about. Not all you, <laughs> a big big portion of what you think about. It's so weird to have me doing these pop culture shit because, like, that's a whole episode right there we could do. Is how did this even come about? Because like my main thing has always been politics, and somehow. You're like, hey, let's do a thing about pop culture and shit. Like, okay. And then you know, somehow, you but know. It, it's all tied in together because that's life, you know. Like, like life is <laughs> life is politics. Um, also, the fact, you know, it's like when I was younger, I used to think poli-sci meant many sciences. <laughs> well, there you go. No. I, I was a many political. sciences. You're not Polly. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so um, or, or with all the sciences, they they all live and in, in like are boyfriends with each other, girlfriends with each other, and um, yeah, they all live polygamous like, science. It's it's, it's it's where you study you study uh yeah, yeah. ancient Mormonism. <laughs> anyway, so um, do you want to take a break here, Matt? And we'll come back and we'll talk about the rest <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> sure. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there And so then that'll be the, you know, what we do with that thing, Matt. You know, I'm, I'm thinking that that'll help uh, solve all the problems in the world. And, uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, we weren't going to talk about that on the air. And I think I accidentally just hit record. Shit. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, we're back, folks. Anyways, um, the, uh, back to, uh, all, back to, um, Legends of Tomorrow here on All Too Real 2. Um, don't listen to anything we just said. You know, we, we weren't solving any problems in the world. Yeah. No. So, so when they're solved, folks, it wasn't us. Anyway, so, um, the, uh, <laughs> So, 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 um, basically, Constantine's dressed up as a priest, comes back, and ingratiates himself to the, uh, to the fascists by convincing him he's on their side and everything. Um, he uses Spooner to, um, basically translate the mute boy. Um, what happens then, Matt? Uh, she's, like, hearing what he's saying, but she's kind of slightly changing what he's telling her to trick both Constantine and the the dude, you know, the Norega guy. Mm-hmm. And she basically just tells him, oh, he doesn't remember where it was, which, of course, they're not going to believe. And, um... And you know they start following them, of course. You know as as you do, and Constantine figures out that she's lying to him as well, and he pretty much gives her like a sob story about why he needs magic, and I'm not sure if any of it's true or not, but she believes him and tries to help him out. But he, you know, he's been a jerk this whole episode. I mean, he's just very. You know, this kid is, like, you know, frightened and, you know, doesn't really even know, you know, where this power may have came from or why, you know, why he's worthy of it. And John's just like, oh, well, maybe we'll just, um, you know, if we can't find a well, you know, we'll just try to get the magic from him and transfer it to me. It's like, dude, like. What? Like, yeah, you I mean, they, they, they find the well, but it's dried up, is what the thing is. Too. It's dried up eventually, yeah. but even before that, he was still kind of acting yeah. like, you know, like, like he was making like contingency plans almost. And then, yeah, they find out the well's dried up. And then he's like, okay, well, maybe, you know, you know, if, if he transfers over, you know, the power to me, then I'll help him find his mom. It's like, dude, like, you're bartering with the kid about whether or not to go find his mom. Like, wow. Like, you know, like you won't just go do it. You got to make sure that he gives you his magic first. And then, you know, they do the ritual, but then the magic just goes straight into the the fountain, but then it gets like sucked in. Cause it's like a, it's like a, a worthiness thing. It's like, it's not a, like, you know, John's not worthy of it because he's, he's gone. You know, you know, John is always straddled between, you know, dark magic and regular magic for most of his life. You know, he's never, he's never really been like a, what you would call like a hero character. You know, no, a good he's, he's basically character. an anti-hero. Yeah. So, and he had done dark magic in the past. See, that's the whole reason why he lost his magic in the first place is because Natalie, who was like his best friend potentially his lover i don't know and um at some point and you know they grew up together practicing magic and you know as do when you best friend when you're like 10 or 11 like hey let's go practice magic together of course let's do it and then um that's what you do and then you know she was just doing like regular magic and then he got into like the dark arts like real hardcore and you know she warned him you know don't you know, don't take this too far because it's going to get to a point where, you know, you're not going to really be yourself anymore and you're not going to really have much, you know, control over what you're doing. And he wouldn't listen to her. So she actually made a spell. See, my theory is the reason why a spell worked on him harder than anyone else is I think that spell was specifically written with him in mind, but with but it would it would have an effect for everyone, but it was like him was like the specific person that was made for. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's the reason why he completely lost his magic, whereas everyone else or every every other surrounding thing could um 
basically gets reset to zero, but you could still build from there. John couldn't even build from zero. It was just completely bereft of magic, like forever. And I think that's the reason why she made that spell for him. So, um, you know, he wasn't worthy um, for just fountains, you know, for like pure candidates, if you will. It's like, um, you know, we see movies and stories like this all the time, like well, Shazam, for example. It's like somebody that's pure uh, of heart, basically, I think it needs to be what <clears throat> it is for. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So the little kid, you know, the kid wants to heal people and heal his uncle and find his mom. Of course, he's going to be a better candidate than John. So then, you know, he gets all pissed off about that. Um, he says some like really hurtful things, I think. And uh, the, uh, at one point, I think doesn't he see the um, the fascists creeping in? Because he leaves at one point, doesn't he? And yeah, he, he leaves. See... He leaves to look to see if they're coming when they're in the cave, and um, he sees them coming, but then lies and says they're not coming. Yeah, which is weird. And then why would you anyway? So he takes the potion that he's been trying to avoid taking this entire time. Which even though you know, even though he's been an asshole this entire episode, at least. At least he had the know-how to understand that this potion's probably not going to be good for him, you know, in the long run to take. But he takes it anyway, and it's like this weird psychedelic scene going on where he just like becomes like all powerful and, and he, like he, like he brutally kills everybody too, which is like I'm saying he's the, become all the, yeah all the uh, all of uh, Noriega's people, and it's, <clears> it's crazy. Yeah, he's become. Uh, Merciless, which is usually not what he's been like throughout the show. He's never really killed anyone or anything like that. But yeah, like, you know, he was like crushing at one guy's heart really slowly instead of just killing him. He's making him suffer, you know, you know, for like 30 seconds before just, you know, killing the guy, which, you know, I'm pretty sure the guy was a terrible person, but still, um, yeah, you don't have to kill him mercilessly like that either, you know, you don't have to, you know. And he, he just has like this sort of like, like almost like a a combination between like a really sinister look at his face, but also like, like not even like 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 just emotionless, almost like just like playing with like your your food kind of you know. And um, yeah, he's like, like it's it's basically like I mean he's he's drugging himself basically with this new potion. I mean it's it's like. It, he's got the look of like somebody that's on heroin or something, you know. It's uh, yeah. or meth or whatever. Um, he uh, As, yeah, yeah. This is, so it's like very yeah. magic. What this does, this yeah. gives you like a shot of magic, you know, for however long it lasts, and then. <laughs> so, so then, eventually, he uh, they they return Fernando to his family, and then Constantine goes back uh, to his house, and he ends up. Uh, he trades Crowley's soul to Noel for more potions, basically. Gosh. And then he brain- <clears throat> then then he brainwashes uh, Spooner when she threatens to tell Zari about the situation. So basically, he makes her forget things. And uh, right, yeah. So so while all this was going on, because um, th- that that's the the Constantine Spooner story. Aspect. Mm-hmm. Then we also had on the Wave Rider. Um, the legends are all uh, struggling with uh, with a uh, little Gus Gus, um, Gus Rex. <laughs> He's rapidly aging. Um, and then they 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 basically have to fight him. Um, while this is going on, um, Mick and Lita, who are both pregnant, um, <laughs> are are. Uh, are in um are, are are in a room together and then basically she uh she pretends to go into labor Lita does to try to get um basically to get Mick to the uh to the med bay the med lab so they can uh make sure that he's not you know that that the uh the eggs growing inside of his head or his neck or whatever they are are not killing him <laughs> um Yep. Yeah, and so so basically he ends up, you know, they, they the while, while that's going on, there's this whole fight going on on the outside with uh with 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 Gus and the rest of the legends, and they basically end up uh 
they they have to eject him from the wave rider to basically save the day, you know. So, and uh, yeah, and then um, with uh, Lita's help in this whole situation, Mick uh, grows to accept his pregnancy, <laughs> and that's how it uh, that's how it ends. Yep, as as any typical Legends episode ends in a weird. God, the show has progressed so much since the first season. I, I mean, it's like not even recognizable. It's a to- literally, totally, totally different show. I mean, literally, there's only two characters that are from the original yeah. uh, you, you know, season. It's it's Sarah and Meg. That's it. Yeah. Um, everyone else, I mean, like Doctor Stein, Jesus, he died like in a midway through the third season. Um, yeah, there's a lot, uh, a lot of people have gone. You know, it's crazy. Jefferson was it Jefferson Jackson or something Jefferson? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was the other half of Firestorm. Uh, you had, of course, um, Doc Captain Cold. Um, uh, that was Mick's sort of crime partner in crime slash best friend. Um, <clears throat> uh, forgot his name, Captain Cold, but I forgot his real name in the show. Um, oh shoot, whatever, and um. God, yeah, you had. There's been a lot of people on the Wave Rider over the years. There has been, like they always think they, they give. That's that's what's one of the cool things about this show is you get new people and then you get attached to those people and then they leave and then you get a whole new like like Bayard, you know Bayard for example. He's only been on the show for two seasons now. I love Bayard, you know, so much. And um, and at first I was kind of like pissed off when when Zari, you know basically turned in or basically when she did the thing it totally affected the timeline and at the end of um season four yeah and like literally like like nate was hugging um zari and then like after the hug it's, it's bayard like he's been hugging the entire time and like from their perspective like nothing to change at all like there was like like it wasn't like oh zari someone else was here you know like uh yeah, interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> it's been an interesting show. I mean, it's it's definitely the most unique of the Arrowverse shows. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to take another break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap things up? Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. Need a new podcast to listen to? Well, why not check out the Super Podcast from the Super Network at supermarcy.com where we discuss films and pop culture and we do monthly fan-voted commentaries. We are available on all major podcasting platforms. And so that's the meaning of life, Matt. And, um, oh, shit, I hit record again. What's that? Oh, oh, fuck. Okay, anyways, we're back, folks. And, um... So, uh, what, um, what are your final thoughts here, Matt? Um, there's not much trivia here for this, uh, episode. Um, any speculations as to where you think things are going? Like, do you think, uh, Mick's going to give birth before the end of the season? <clears throat> uh, yeah, probably by the end of the season, I'm thinking either the last episode or the, maybe the, the penultimate episode. He might give birth to the 48 eggs <clears throat> or at least hatch them or whatever. I don't know how they'll. How, yeah. That's like, the other, how are they going to. Is, is that going to yeah. kill them, though? That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm starting to wonder, too. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's going to be an alien situation or. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically. I mean, we just hurt a lot, but, you know, they could just sort of, you know, extract them from this. <laughs> that could sew the skit back in. I don't know. Be a surgery. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it probably hurt a lot. But, those, but Gideon would probably have something to put him, you know, down while they're doing. It. I don't know. Or, or maybe Kayla will show up at the very end, and she knows a certain way to, you know, to do it right. Or you know, I don't know. Um, maybe she's not. Must dead. Some, yeah. Some, yeah. I don't know, but. Um, it's kind of gross to think about because, like, they showed his neck, and I'm like, "Oh God!" Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that's I, gotta hurt. I don't know. It's interesting. I just wonder where things are going on with that. And um, I, th- I think, um, you know, 
basically they're playing off this whole Constantine drug addict aspect here now, I think, is basically what we're going to deal with, with with John here. So, Yeah, because I think he's going to get more um, just um, cruel, you know. Because <clears throat> like you said, you know, it is kind of like a drug, but it's also temporary magic. But at the same time, it's like when people are on drugs, <clears throat> they usually are not like in 100% complete control of what they're doing. Like they don't really know. I mean, like they sort of know what they're doing, but there's like this sort of like this fog, you know, or like this, um, which is not to say that they're not, you know, culpable for their actions. It's just that like, you know what I mean? Like he might get into some weird dark stuff without even like completely realizing that's what he's doing. So I'm thinking he's going to end up hurting you know, Zari 2.0 by mistake and she's going to break up with them. And then he's going to go further down the, you know, the meth magic or whatever yeah. you want to call it <laughs> or the magic meth or, or magic, <clears throat> magic meth. That was a very different movie than magic Mike. It was a uh, <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Magic meth. <laughs> it's about a, it was about a stripper who was just on meth. So it was oh, weird. That's, that's really sad. <laughs> it's definitely not a comedy. No. <laughs> I can just see that movie already, just like strung out, like a dark lit club, like just guys groping on her, her just having like this dead look on her face. Like God, that's no, I was like talking a about a male movie. stripper because Magic Mike is a male stripper. Oh, okay. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. I guess that could work too, but I was thinking of like yeah. the boy. The more sad version of it, <laughs> the more depressing version. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I, I, I hope the show goes in a good direction. Um, do we know if it's been renewed for another season or not? I'm not sure. That's what I'm wondering too. So I hope this is uh, <clears throat> like the last season. I think it's been renewed, but uh, probably. I mean, I haven't checked, but I think this might be the mix last season, or at least as a regular yeah. character. Um, so we'll see because they have been kind of slowly kind of like with cisco where they just sort of phase him out over time so it's not complete you know like a sudden break like oh my god like cisco's not going to be in the show anymore what the hell happened type of thing like they were doing that kind of progressively which is a sort of nice nice way to do it for the fans so they're not just shocked like wait a minute one of my favorite characters is just gone like wait what and then um yeah they they uh yeah, there's been some interesting like developments in the CW universe. I mean, we've got coming up soon. We're going to have uh, Star Girl comes back in August. Yeah, um, we're going to have uh, we're going to have um, Supergirl coming back soon too. Um, for her final episodes um, after the run of uh, Superman and Lois, which if you mm-hmm. haven't, if you, people haven't checked out, Superman and Lois is top-notch television it's so good. it is really good um so um, i like supergirl I, i've only watched the first two episodes of supergirl this season yeah. i couldn't watch more it was just too i i just don't get it i don't know what they're going for <laughs> yeah hopefully it gets no. better um <laughs> with it being the last season um yeah also if um speaking of supergirl uh chris woods uh who played uh monel on there um is his 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 uh, Masters of the Universe show is on now that Kevin Smith is producing. Oh, um, he's in that. Yeah, he plays he plays He Man and Prince Adam. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, um, I watched the first episode. It's pretty good so far. Um, check it out. A lot of people are no. a lot of people are having backlash because they think it's too woke and all that bullshit. But whatever. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because yeah, do you hear that they're um. They're, it's being reviewed bombed right now. Oh yeah, it is because you've got yeah. you've got yeah. your you, you've got your 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 assholes who just can't accept the fact that basically the focus of the show is Tila. But anyways, oh my god, they're 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 upset because the show is more female based than the original. But um, they they used to watch Shira though as yeah. its own separate show. That, that's, 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 that, that's, their, that's their excuse. They're like, if we if we wanted Shira, we'd watch Shira. You know, 
Well, but the, the show's called Masters of the Universe. Yeah, it's, it's not, not just, just yeah, He-Man. It's not He-Man and the Masters of the Universe like the original right. show was. This is called <clears throat> Masters of the Universe Revelation. So, anyway, yeah. so, um, yeah, I'll let you know my, I mean, I, I might do maybe in a future episode my review of the whole first five episodes or something because, you know, or if Matt watches it too and let me know what he thinks too because it's, it's, it's good so far. Um, the voice acting is is really cool in it. You got Sarah Michelle Gellar as Tila and stuff like that, and you've got okay, yeah. So um, and uh, Mark Hamill as Skeletor, um, different things. You know, it's it's good voice cast overall. Um, you got Dietrich Bader as uh, King Randor, and you know stuff like that. So um, the uh, also we do we do have um, casting news over on Batwoman. Um, yeah. The uh, the character of Renee Montoya, who's going to be, uh, um, who was originally created for the Batman the Animated Series, is going to be joining Batwoman. The character is, um, and she's going to be uh, played by uh, Victoria Cartagena, who actually played the same role on the TV show Gotham. Oh wow! So that that I just found interesting. So I wanted to share that with people. See, you know, let us know what you think of that if you watch. If you watch Batwoman, which is another great show that people are sleeping on, and um, the uh, um, yeah, um, it's just interesting. She's playing basically a different version of the character, but because it's in a different universe, but it's you know, <laughs> right. It's funny that she's been recast in the role. Also, uh, um, Robin Givens has been cast in the show too, um, playing which we do believe is going to be a um, Javicia Le- Leslie's uh, biological mother, so her character. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. You know, Ryan Wilder's biological mother. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, that's some of that news that we have. I just thought I'd fill up some space here on this episode because we're we were kind of short in this episode. Just uh, you know, kind of because we didn't have any trivia. Fill that with some news that we got here. So um, yeah. Anyways, um, also, um, there's a new, uh, if, if you've been listening to our Loki episodes, there's also a new, I haven't watched it yet, but there's a behind the scenes, uh, episode on, uh, led on, um, on Disney plus about the making of the show. So oh, cool. check that out folks. Um, and they also have a really cool show that I've been watching because I skipped watching that to start watching. Um, there's a, um, I think it's called Behind the Attraction. It's about the different. Um, it's it's a it's a documentary series about the different um, major attractions like the Jungle Cruise and Haunted Mansion and stuff like that at Disneyland and all the Disney parks. So it's pretty cool so far. I've watched uh, three of the episodes and there's like five episodes on that. So check that out on Disney Plus as well. And we are not sponsored by Disney Plus. I'm just uh, saying, check those out. So. <laughs> but if Disney Plus would like to sponsor us, <laughs> contact me at mikeacolinpark.com. <laughs> and Pop Tarts. I love Pop Tarts. I had some yesterday. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I I got I got some strawberry ones and I got some chocolate ones. Nice. Yep. You ever tried combining them? No, not really. Because I usually can only eat one pop tart at a time. Yeah, I don't know, they just they get, get too filling. But yeah. um, I'm just wondering if that would work. Hmm, I'll have to try that sometime. Let us know what your favorite pop tart is, people. Mike at CullenPark.com. I would love to hear that. Yes, do yes. It. And 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 if and if your favorite pop tart is your password, please let me know. And then um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to know your favorite Pop Tart along with your mother's maiden name and your yeah. um, date of birth, your social security number, blood type, and your favorite teacher when you were in second grade. And, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> no, just the Pop Tart thing. I'm not going to use that for anything. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> any other thoughts here, Matt, before we wrap things up? Yeah, just, um, don't take meth magic or magic math and uh you know you should be good magic math should be the be, should be the uh album that gator smoke covers i mean i mean cr- creates you know <laughs> the next album will be magic meth 
<laughs> Magic Math by Gators. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the, the people are going to be really upset once they find out who the main guy in, in Gator Smoke is. Just some regular ass looking dude. Uh, you know, like. No, maybe they'll be happy about that. They'll, they'll be able to relate to you. And, um. Oh, man, we're going to see Gator Smoke's going to be some, like, crazy looking dude with the mullet and tattoos over his face. It's just going to be like. Be like, act like Michael Sarah, like, hi, I'm just gonna play you some songs right here in my, my, my gray hoodie sweatshirt. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Same guy, different hoodie. Anyways, so, um, the, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, the, uh, that's all we got, really, folks. Um, make sure you, uh, check out our, uh, our tea public. You can get some, uh, cool t shirts. Um, check out our, uh, our uh, Patreon, give us a five star review on um, Apple Podcast. Um, you can find our show on you know any of the podcast platforms out there. Um, we are part of the Geek Collective. Check them out if the, and the rest of their shows. Um, also, uh, be sure to uh, you know wear sunscreen if you go outside, folks. Also, wear a condom. Wear a condom. Outside. Outside. Yes. <clears throat> Wear sunscreen inside and wear a condom when you're outside. No, that's wrong, Matt. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't want to give bad advice. Okay, yeah, well, well, people should not be listening to us for advice. But, but um, oh, but, I, thought yeah, that, should... I thought this was an advice show. I, I was confused. No, well, yeah, we just got really sidetracked by talking about legends of tomorrow. <laughs> Technically, we haven't even begun the advice section yes. yet. Um, so if you have any questions you'd like us to tackle in future episodes and give you advice on mike at cullenpark.com, message me <laughs> and we'll answer you. Actually, that might be an interesting little segment. If you do have if, if you do have any questions and you want my advice or Matt's advice. All to advice. No, all yeah. to I will come up with something. And, um, we'll come up with something and we'll, we'll have a segment where we can just answer your questions, folks. We'll give you advice with the stipulation that you should not follow it. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, until next time, folks, be kind, rewind, and bye bye Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Thank you.